Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Hello, Journey of You family. Today, I want to talk about home being your first and most important ministry. Let me tell you why that's important. There are several scriptures that talk about your home and a wise woman building her house. That's actually one of my favorites um, because you as a woman really set the tone of the house. And if you're in a good mood, and positive, everyone else can be too. Even if they weren't in a good mood, you can help influence it. Um, that's why Proverbs 31 talks about having the law of kindness in your mouth. Um, on the flip side, if you're negative or in a bad mood, that can also affect everyone else. And so you want to make sure that you're protecting that. Um, and that goes for men and women. Um, because if you can go to work and put your best effort forward and be celebrated, and really pour into the people you work with, or, you know, if you're in ministry, people that you're serving, different things like that, that's great. But who you are at home is what matters most, um, because those are the people that live with you and see you on a daily basis, and your investment of time with them, and your investment in them, and them into you, is the greatest investment, and usually the closest relationships that you have. And so to further expound on that, I want to share a few scriptures with you, other than the two I've already told you. First um, John 4 and 20 says, whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or a sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, cannot love God whom they have not seen. And that speaks volumes. Like if you can't show love to a person, a physical person in front of you, how can you love God who you can't see? Yes, you can experience him. Yes, you know he's there, but you don't see his physical being unless you were here 20, you know, 2023 years ago when Jesus walked the earth. Um, and so you've got to be able to show love to the people who are physically in front of you in order to truly be able to love God um, because God is love. And so that's how you're able to express that love because you have a love relationship with him 
And so then you're able to express that love to other people. And that's not saying that you've got to be friends with every single person. Um, and right now, today, we're specifically talking about the people in our household and our family. Um, but you do got to express love, you know, extend grace, compassion, the same things that you would want people to extend to you, you need to extend to them. Um, Psalm 133 and 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. We already know a house divided against itself can't stand. Also another scripture. And so when everybody's in unity on one accord, it's a lot easier for you to take steps moving forward and to be able to build on things and expound on the things that you want to do. Um, it's also a lot easier to manage and walk through when, you know, there's hard times or there's loss, um, you know, in the ebbs and flows of life and you can all walk through it together. It makes it a lot easier than if you're trying to walk through it and you're like fighting against each other at the same time. Ephesians 6 and 4. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And so even if we're like angry or upset, stressed, frustrated, we've still got to be mindful of how we're interacting with one another. And so if that means you step away and go to, you know, separate rooms for a while, or, you know, maybe your child has done something that has upset you instead of reacting right then in the moment or saying whatever comes to mind, or, you know, even if they're being disrespectful and saying things below the belt that they shouldn't, like, don't retaliate and say harsh things too, because oftentimes I'm sorry, can't take away that pain or hurt. Like it's still going to be there, especially when it's like harsh words, because remember there's power of life and death in your tongue. And so if you need to step away and breathe, step outside for a second, like whatever it takes so that you can then come back and have the conversation that you need to have absolutely still address the issue. Don't leave it unresolved because that's just going to breed even more issues. Um, but just be mindful, even in the moment of how you handle it and how you respond. Um, that way it can be better received and it's a lot easier to move forward than if a lot of damage is done. And then you've got to go back and work on that in addition to the issue that was supposed to be addressed in the first place. Um, Exodus 20 and 12, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. I think this is a pretty big one. Um, I think a lot of times as we get older, <laughs> we understand it better because then we look back in retrospective like, oh, that's what my parents were trying to say. That's what they were showing me or teaching me. And so you have more appreciation for it at that point. Um, but when you're younger, I think it's hard, uh, especially when you're teenagers and you think things should be this way or that way. You don't always understand why it's not or why you can't do this or do that. But you've still got to show honor to your parents. One, because it shows you that you're going to have long days. God will give you long days, long life. Um, but two, parents have walked those paths before. They've been teenagers before. Do they get it right every time? No. But we've lived a lot of life. And life experience has taught us a lot of things that maybe right now in the age of technology being right at your fingertips and you could Google anything you want in the world, it makes it feel like you know everything, but there's a lot that you don't know. And so even if you don't happen to like your parents right now, or you're not a big fan, you still have to honor them because God gifted you to them and them to you. And there's still so much that they can teach you and do for you. Um, 
And so you just want to make sure that you're honoring that relationship. And then even when you're grown, still honoring your parents, even if, again, they didn't get it right and do everything the best way, you're here. And that's what matters because you don't have to be here, but you are. So make sure you honor that relationship. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Imagine that. You are up against something and it is tough and you can't fight it on your own. And maybe it's one of those moments that you're weak and you're having a hard time praying or, you know, staying strong or keeping the faith. But you've got that brother next to you that can step up and help pray because maybe in this moment they are strong. And so they can agree with you in prayer and pray over you. And then in the future, you do the same thing for them. But the two of you doing it together, you're helping each other. And so one can put a thousand to flight, two could put 10,000 to flight. And so when we're in unity with others, it makes it that much easier to be able to have other people to lean on to help carry that load and fight the battle together. Proverbs 17 and 6. Children's children are a crown to the age, and parents are the pride of their children. Think about that. It doesn't matter if your parents or your children were your biological, adoptive, bonus, you know, if it was grandparents that actually became your guardians. It, the point is, it's that relationship of family, and you're both a blessing to each other. And so honor that. Proverbs 10 and 1. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. There is safety in the multitude of counsel. And that doesn't always mean your peers <laughs> or your homeboys from back in the day, your homegirls from down the street. Like you need to be mindful of who you choose to be your counsel just so that you can make good decisions. And you don't want to pick only people that think like you or only people that are going to be like biased towards you and, you know, only on your side. Like you want to make sure you have well-rounded people that can give you good, sound, godly advice and keep leading you in the right direction. And especially at home, because again, that is your first and most important ministry. And so as you prepare, you know, each day, pray over your family, pray over your attitude for the day and how you, you know, respond instead of react, you know, pray over your household and everyone in it. You know, pray for unity, pray that God leads and guides you in the right direction, that he blesses your words, your speech, your actions, and your deeds so that you can have that whole armor on when you get up, because believe me, the enemy's already wake, woken up and are ready to go before you even open your eyes. And so you've got to be mindful of that. So you've got to protect your home. Pray over your household. Walk around it with anointing oil. You know, touch every door, every window. Say it's covered by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that my house is covered by the blood. Even every headboard. Touch every headboard and every pillow. Because that's where each of you are going to lay down your head at night. And God promised us sweet sleep. I think so many times we get so busy and so distracted that we forget about the power that we have. And so we don't pray like we need to or cover ourselves or our household and protect it. But prayer is powerful, y'all. I'm telling you, it is so powerful. And just like we prepare for meetings and, you know, interviews and different things that we have to do throughout the day for work and businesses, like all the time and effort that we pour into that, we need to be pouring that same kind of time and energy into our family. Because that is literally your first and most important ministry. And if you can get it right at home, 
then you can get it right everywhere else. But you can't work backwards from that. You have to build your house first, then go build everything else. And I don't mean that in the physical sense. I mean, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, like pour into your household and make sure that that foundation is good. That way, when you do go out there and work on everything else, even when trials and tribulations come, you're all together on the same page, working together to move forward, not just fighting against each other and trying to fight the stuff in the world. And then nothing is moving forward. Nothing is going anywhere. So as you go about your day today, I want you to think about that. You know, when you prep to get ready, you know, for dinner or a gathering or event or work or anything else, and think about all the time and planning that goes into it, start making some time each day to pour into your family. And even if that's the first 10 minutes of your day of praying over your household, do that. If God wakes you up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep, get up and walk around your house. Thank God for everybody that is sleeping and, you know, that they have sweet sleep and cover each and every one of them. You know, if you don't want to wake them up by touching their forehead, then, you know, touch the pillow, the you know, head of the bed, then the windows, the doors, like the closet, just everywhere that you can just place God's hands, you know, through your hands around your house to cover it in prayer, the less ways the enemy can come in because he's going to try every way that he can down to your devices, whether it's a tablet, a phone or computer, he is trying to come in any way that he can. So as much as you can, cover your household and sit down and talk about it. Talk through the whys, you know, of what what should be the best behavior for the house, what are kind of the rules of the house, what are the values and beliefs that you have as a family, so that everyone can be on the same page and be working towards those same values and beliefs. And each person might interpret it differently and have, you know, their own viewpoint of how they look at it. But as a family unit, you should all have some common ones um, together. So let's pray so that we can seal this word in and then we can go. Lord, we just thank you so much, Father, for the gift of family. We thank you for the gift of our homes. Even if we're the only person in our home, Father, we still ask that you help us to keep it as our first and most important ministry, Lord, that we establish peace and unity that there's one accord there, Father. And we pray that every person that walks through the homes of each and every person listening, Lord, that they feel your warmth, your presence, your love, that they feel accepted, that they can be themselves, Father, that there's genuine, authentic people there with welcome arms wanting to accept them and bring them in, Lord. And so we just ask, Father, for each person listening today, that you help them to walk in the power and anointing that you've given them, that you cover their families, their household, that you cover their minds. Father, help them to guard their hearts, Lord, to pour more and more of your truth and your word into them and into their children. Father, before they go to sleep, Lord, may they pray together, uh, read a scripture, find something that solidifies and unifies them all together in one mind and one accord. Lord, even if it's just one scripture and it's the same one that they can walk on and meditate and live out together, Lord. Help reveal that to them. Show them in your word, Father, that's supposed to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Exactly which scriptures you want us to focus on and how to walk that out in our day-to-day life on a day-to-day basis, Lord. And we just thank these things, thank you for these things. In your sweet son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I really enjoyed talking with each of you, and I'd love to keep talking and continue this conversation. So you can head over to www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped. And you can download your first five truths 
um, on thinking with purpose so that we can equip you with the foundation that you need to start becoming all that God created you to be. Until next time, have a great day. And remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get G-E-T unstuck U-N-S-T-U-C-K and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.